Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Alejandra, content marketing specialist at 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello and welcome to everybody who is listening. This is Wellness Wednesday with 3W and my name is Alejandra. Today I'm here with a special guest. He is one of our, well, he's our board chair actually, and I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell him a little bit about himself. Thank you, Alejandra, and hello to everyone out there in (laughs) podcast land. I'm Dr. Hervey Froelich and I uh, I am on the 3W board and the board chair also a Seattle area pediatrician, and I've been in this area for 22 years now. Great. Thank you so much, Harvey, for introducing yourself. This is a special treat to have you here with us on this podcast, and we're going to be talking about a very, very interesting topic. This week, April 26th through May 3rd, is National Infant Immunization Week, and we thought we would invite you to share with us a little bit about your expertise in this area, considering you are a pediatrician. So we're going to dive into some good questions and some good insights for our viewers and all those that are listening. Please like and share on our social media platforms and on Podbean um, so that we can continue to educate and learn more about these great topics. So why don't you take it away, Hervey, and help us dive into some of these important questions. All right. Well, I'll start off uh, just answering the question might be on your mind. What are immunizations? Well, of course, everyone knows about baby shots. Right. And yes. The, the words shots, immunizations, and vaccines are pretty much interchangeable. Okay. Yeah, they have. There's a few technical details, but basically, we're talking about the shots the babies get on a regular schedule with a well-visit schedule uh, between birth and two. And that's what the Infant Immunization Awareness Week celebrates, both the achievements and as a reminder to all of us who have young children ourselves or who have young children somewhere in our extended family to encourage vaccinations. So as you've, and I'm sure you've, through your years of practice, gone through so many different um, families, you know, as you know, through through the years, how many vaccinations usually are expected in that age range, you know, between, I guess, zero to two years? Yes. Uh, Well, it's a pretty intense time. We do a lot of shots, somewhere between uh, about 15 injections and about three oral vaccines. Depends a little bit on whether or not you include the flu vaccine that year okay, or what time of the year it is, because that's done in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And also the number depends on the uh, combination shots, because many of them come as 
uh, more than one shot in one needle. Okay. So they can cut down on the number of needle pokes, which kids really appreciate. Right. <laughs> parents really appreciate. I'm sure it's so hard, especially seeing the kids so, you know, nervous as they yeah. take their shots. But. but it boils down to if you stay on time with a well visit and shot schedule. Okay. The most you get four at one time. Okay. So it's within those groups, four, and then they'll come in for another right. set. Three, two to three, most visits. And okay. The highest number is about four at okay. the 12-month visit. Okay. And what diseases do these protect the kids from? Well, that's what's so amazing. 30 years ago, there were eight diseases. We oh, had wow. immunizations for. Okay. Eight serious diseases. Okay. Today, there's 14 serious diseases we have immunizations for. So it's this incredible development of science research mm -hmm. and application to keeping babies safe that has really turned around what happens during those first two years. Wow. And which ones have you seen along the way? You know, these these vaccines or the... The illnesses themselves? Yes. The yes. Well, one of the earliest ones that happens if they're not immunized is tetanus, believe it or not. We don't even think about tetanus wow. in this country anymore because we have clean deliveries. But mm -hmm. in developing countries where they're not as sterile, tetanus mm -hmm. happens to newborns. And is that right? It does. And unfortunately, it's deadly. So is that carried from the mother usually? No, it's a contamination when they're first delivered. Okay. When the umbilical cord gets cut. If okay. it's not a clean sterile knife. Okay. It carries tetanus germs because they're wow. very common with dirty utensils and with, you know, sure. and clean conditions. So that one is rare, of course, very rare in this country for many years. But shortly after infancy, what used to be very common was whooping cough, also called pertussis. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've heard of whooping cough. It's terrible. And it's just a, a large amount of phlegm, right? That is Yes, but it's accumulated. this forceful cough that goes on and on and on. Uh, in other languages, they call it the 100-day cough because it literally lasts three months. Wow. Yeah. So what is usually done to... Well, to treat prevent. it, you do various things to support the breathing and okay. that kind of thing. Okay. But the immunization is extremely effective against it. In fact, one of the latest ones has been giving the Tdap. That's the abbreviations for tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. Okay. Um, mothers who are pregnant get that one now, and that protects their infants during the first two to three months of life. Oh, wow. Against pertussis, which is fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So even before they're born, they're already right. protected. They're already protected, even before they're born. Wow. Yep. And so how safe are these vaccines for, for the kids? You know, as I'm sure parents that have had several children or even uh, parents that are first-time parents, uh, that is, I'm sure, a rising question. It is. It is a rising question. And the answer is they're very effective and they're very safe. Okay. And I'd use the example of everyone's now familiar with vaccine development because of this past 
really just barely over 12 months development of the COVID-19 vaccines. Right. Which what you saw, what we've seen, has been happening at remarkable speed. It usually takes years to go from identification of a disease, which is what happened last year. Right. Around this time. To development, testing, and deployment of a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was 11 months. Wow. Which is... A short amount of time. Incredibly short. But the interesting thing is how closely and absolutely detailed they followed the same safety procedures. Mm-hmm. They test in adults. First, they test in the lab, of course. Mm-hmm. They test in animals. They test Then they test in some adult volunteers, then a lot more volunteers. Volunteers, and then a very large study like the ones we've heard about uh, with coronavirus, the mm-hmm. 30,000 plus patients being tested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how we can know that the vaccines are safe. That and the various ingredients mm-hmm. for the vaccines, they all get tested separately and together. Okay. And then they're monitored. That's the other uh, safety mechanism in place. Right. And there are vaccines that aren't on the market anymore because we used them and found that they were causing too many side effects, Mm -hmm. like the oral polio vaccine. Mm -hmm. Once in the U.S., everyone got the oral polio vaccine because there were 3 million cases a year of polio. Wow. Um, And since everyone is getting polio, if... A few people had a side effect from the vaccine. We considered it an acceptable problem. It right. was a problem, but it was acceptable because okay. the number of lives saved. Right, right. But then in the late um, 90s, uh, early 90s, we switched from oral polio to injectable polio. Okay. And that does not have the same side effect, so... That's just a good example of our ongoing, continuous monitoring for safety. Sure, sure. Um, And now as you're mentioning that, I'm sure there have been a lot of changes to improve uh, the process, right, of vaccines. So like within the last 20, 30 years, um, you know, what what changes have occurred that have been significant changes? Well, that's that's really an interesting question. I think the way to think about it is to understand how vaccines work. Mm -hmm. So vaccines work by giving your body a look at a piece of protein called an antigen. Mm -hmm. That's coming from the the disease virus or bacteria that's causing the the disease. Mm -hmm. It's purified and it's either very, very weak, like in the measles Mm -hmm. vaccine. It's... Or it's completely dead. Okay. It's one or the other. And it's a very small protein, piece of protein, that your body will recognize as foreign and then have a really vigorous, uh, pay attention to it Mm -hmm. and create antibodies against that antigen, Mm -hmm. which now means if the real disease comes along, Mm -hmm. your body recognizes it and attacks it, and then you never really get a true infection or disease from that particular germ. Okay, so it protects what it could be vulnerable 
in the immune system, right? Or yes, some... <laughs> it strengthens your immune system. Okay. It boosts your immune system. Okay. So that you have a quick response rather than days or weeks into it where you already have the disease and then you get an immune response. So you get, okay. you get immune, immune from getting an illness. Right. That's true. Right? That's so, true. Yeah. You could go out and, I don't know, you could be around someone with COVID-19, have them cough in your face. Yes. Um, yeah. And if you wanted to, you could go get COVID-19, mm-hmm. coronavirus mm-hmm. infection. Mm-hmm. In fact, there used to be chicken pox parties, you know, where <laughs> yes. parents would get together. Oh, so-and-so mom calls up and says, I've got my kid has chicken pox this week. Why don't you come on over? The only problem with that is there's a small number of kids who died every year from chicken pox. Because of those group gatherings? Well, with from the kids? chicken pox in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. About okay. 100 kids a year in the U.S. died. From complications of chickenpox, adults died from pneumonia and meningitis from mm. chickenpox, and there's a vaccine for it now. Okay. So, you know, it's 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 that kind of risk benefit decision. When you get sure. in the car, do you put on your seatbelt? Nowadays, people say yes, I put on my seatbelt because right. they believe in the benefit right. of seatbelts. Right. That if there's a crash. You're going to be staying in your seat, and the car might flip over. You'll be hanging there upside down, but thankfully, you didn't go through the window. Right, right. That's what a seatbelt will do. (laughs) As you're saying all these things, I'm thinking of, you know, all our listeners that are parents. Yes. um, And as they're, you know, maybe first-time parents or they're having more kids, what are some things that you would recommend as they're preparing or if they've never had an experience with vaccines before, what should, which vaccines, you know, should they get? Um, just in your experience, in your practice as a pediatrician, oh, yeah. what would you say to these parents? So first I'd say stay on schedule. Okay. Because there's a really qu- clearly laid out well visit schedule. Okay. And the vaccines are linked to those visits. Okay. And, and uh, those are time tested coming in at certain ages mm-hmm. to make sure uh, babies are gaining weight, they're eating okay. Questions the parents have are answered. That's why we have three visits in the first three months, two, mm-hmm. first two months, really close together. Because there's a lot of questions new parents have. Right, right. Yeah. So stay on the well-visit schedule. And along with that, get the vaccines that are recommended at each age. Mm-hmm. Again, it's something that's been studied carefully. And the interval between the number of shots at each visit mm-hmm. and the interval between them, that is the time between the first dose, the second dose, and the third dose, is very carefully calculated right. to provide the safest and earliest protection for your baby possible. Okay. And these vaccines make babies' immune system stronger. They already have a pretty strong immune system when they're born, but there's diseases they can't re- react to quickly enough right. to make immunity before they get bad side effects. Like another one mm-hmm. that I've seen a lot of cases of is uh, meningitis. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Hib meningitis was very common when I was first learning to be a pediatrician. Wow. We would see a couple cases every week in the hospital, and they came in really, really sick, having seizures, 
uh, needing to be on a ventilator, having brain injury, permanent hearing loss, all those things. Right. Uh, 20,000 cases a year in the U.S. at that time. Wow, that's a large 20, amount. 20,000 babies every year, year after year. And now there's about 200. So it's gone rare. down quite a bit. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Wow. Wow. Well, this is such good information. And I'm sure all of our listeners, just with those questions, you know, of just general education on what types of vaccines, the benefits yeah. of it. Now we know a little bit of background, even with the types of diseases that can come up if, if not, you know, prepared with these vaccines. So thank you so much for coming and, and sure. sharing with us this information. Cause it's, again, just like we've said in previous podcasts, this is a way for us to learn more, right? And as right. part of our mission with education, I'm just so grateful that, and I'm sure all our team as well is very grateful in your knowledge behind this. So thank you so much for being here in this podcast. Well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here and I'll just say my main point again. Please. Vaccines are effective and safe, boosting immunity to diseases, making babies stronger. They prevent really serious diseases. Mm -hmm. and get your family out and get vaccinated. <laughs> Whatever they're due for, go get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Herbie. Thank welcome. you. All right. Thank Thanks you, for everybody, being. for listening, and stay tuned for our next episode. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay healthy and be well.